Amen. I want to give you a little backstory as you turn to the book of Judges, chapter 7. Book of Judges, chapter 7. Backstory in Judges, chapter 6. Matter of fact, the men of valor, our men's group, our men's ministry, men of valor. We have shirts that say men of valor. That's found in Judges 6, I believe, verse number 12. When, and the Bible tells us a story about how Gideon is threshing wheat behind the wine press because he's afraid of the Midianites taking uh, what he is preparing. And so the angel of the Lord comes to Gideon and speaks to him and calls him mighty men of valor. And then then back in in chapter 6, we we read uh, where the angel of the Lord uh, tells Gideon to go and prepare a meal sacrifice to put it on the rock and he does it he puts it on the rock and he says take your staff and touch the rock and fire from the rock consumes the meal the sacrifice and he begins to tell Gideon that God is going to use Gideon the angel leaves and and uh, Gideon much like probably us he wants he wants to make sure this is from the Lord and he sets out a fleece and he says I'm gonna set out a fleece and and if the fleece is wet only tomorrow morning and everything, the ground is dry, then I know that I've heard from the angel of the Lord and I know God is going to use me because, man, there's a whole lot of Midianites. There's a whole lot more of them than there is of me. <laughs> and lo and behold, he wakes up and the fleece is wet and the ground is dry. And he says, you know, God can do it once. He can do it again. So tomorrow I, I, want, I want the fleece to be dry, but I want everything else to be wet. And he gets up and he goes out and he sees the fleece and guess what? It's dry and everything else is wet. And he says, I know. And God tells him to go get some men and they're going to go to battle against the Midianites. And that brings us to our text. Verse number 2 in Judges 7. And the Lord said unto Gideon, the people that are with thee are too many. Everybody say too many. For me to give the Midianites into their hands. Lest Israel vaunt themselves against me, saying, Mine own hand hath saved me. There are times, I'm just going to start preaching right now in the middle of the text, if that's all right. There are times when we are so outnumbered that God allows it to happen and He wants us to be so outnumbered so that we know without a shadow of a doubt it was God and to God be the glory. There are situations in life you and I both face. God allowed it to happen. He put us right there where we thought we are so outnumbered. We are so in over our heads. And God said, that's exactly where I want you to be. So that I'll get the glory out of this. To God be the glory. Now therefore go to proclaim in the ears of the people saying, Whosoever is fearful and afraid, let him return and depart early from Mount Gilead. And there returned of the people 20 and 2,000, and there remained 10,000. So he starts with 32,000, and 22,000 men leave. And so now he's down to 10,000. And the Lord said unto Gideon, The people are yet too many. There's still too many. Bring them down into the water, and I will try them for thee there. And it shall be that of whom I say unto thee, This shall go with thee. And the same shall go with thee. And of whomsoever I say unto thee, this shall not go with thee, the same shall not go. I know that I love, don't you just love old English? Some are going to stay and some are going to go. 
So he brought down the people under the water, and the Lord said unto Gideon, Everyone that lappeth of the water with his tongue, as a dog lappeth, him shalt thou set by himself. Likewise, everyone that boweth down upon his knees to drink. And the number of them that lapped, putting their hand to their mouth, were three hundred. I kind of think of it like this. There were three hundred that took water in their hand, and they were watching what was going on. They were paying attention to what was going on around them. But all the rest of the people bowed down upon their knees to drink water. And the Lord said unto Gideon, By the three hundred men that lapped will I save you and deliver the Midianites into thine hand. And let all the other people go, every man unto his place. Verse number 12. And the Midianites and the Amalekites and all the children of the east lay along in the valley like grasshoppers for multitude. That's a lot of people. It was so many. It looked like just a swarm of, of grasshoppers. And their camels were without number as the sand by the seaside for multitude. There were too many to even count. Too many warriors. Too many camels to even count. And here Gideon stands with 300. God's saying, I got you right where I want you. Verse 16, And he divided the 300 men into three companies, and he put a trumpet in every man's hand, and empty pitchers and lamps within the pitchers. And he said unto them, Look on me, and do likewise. And behold, when I come to the outside of the camp, it shall be that as I do, so shall you do. And when I blow a trumpet... Or with the trumpet and all that are with me. Then blow you the trumpets also on every side of the camp. And say the sword of the Lord and of Gideon. So Gideon and the hundred men that were with him. There's another hundred over here and another hundred over here. Because they're going all the way around the Midianites. Came unto the outside of the camp in the beginning of the middle watch. And they had but newly set the watch. And they blew the trumpets and break the pitchers that were in their hands. And the three companies blew the trumpets and break the pitchers and held the lamps in their left hands and the trumpets in their right hands to blow, to blow with. And they cried the sword of the Lord and of Gideon. And they stood every man in his place round about the camp. They stood every man in his place. And all the host ran and cried and fled, and the three hundred blew the trumpets. And the Lord set every man's sword against his fellow, even throughout all the host. I want to preach, teach, talk to us for just a couple minutes tonight on this title, When the Minority Outnumbers the Majority. When the Minority Outnumbers the majority. Would you help me pray that God will talk to us in this place? God, I'm so thankful and forever eternal grateful for your goodness and mercy. I'm thankful for the word of God that is a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our paths. And God, I pray that you would impart in me and through me, God, tonight truth. God, that it will encourage and edify your body of Christ tonight. Your wonderful people, I pray that your anointing rest upon each and every one of us and give us ears to hear 
to hear what thus saith the word of God for us tonight. In Jesus' name I pray. Let the church say amen. 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 God bless you. You may be seated. Here we find Gideon with the 300. They are greatly outnumbered. Matter of fact, there's so many, they, they don't even know how many of the enemy that there are. And yet, Gideon obeys the word of God, the direct directive of God. He obeys the order that God gave him. And God gave Gideon and Israel, Judah, a great, great victory that day. There's so many things that you could extrapolate from this passage. I, I, I'll just take a couple, but like one... I love it when they blew the trumpet, they all stood, every man in his place, round about the camp. They just blew the trumpet and gave God praise. I shared with the men last night at prayer, I felt a week ago that I just felt the Lord uh, speaking into my spirit, be still and know that I am God. And I just felt like I've been having so many things going on with church and with in life and with work and just busy, 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 busy. I know nobody else knows anything about life and busy in life and issues and challenges and not all bad, but just stuff, life. Oh, you do know something about that. I can see people go, mm-hmm. And I just felt like the Lord wanted me to be still. And I was sharing that and Brother Krantz said that, Gave us a little word last night about that and how to be still really means to stop struggling, stop fighting, and trust in God to be still. And, and then in this text, I, and, I, and I was putting that together with this text, and that these men did what God told them to do, what the men of God in their life told them to do, and they praised God and they trusted God, and they stood every man in his place, and God gave them a great victory. Praise God. I believe what we need in this day and hour is some men and women that will come and stand in the place that God has placed them in. Amen. I believe there's revival that hasn't happened because there's been some men and women that haven't stepped into the place, haven't come to the place, haven't stepped out in faith to get to the place that God wants them to stand. I know it's Wednesday night, but it'd be real nice if about three or four people help me preach tonight. Praise God. Amen. How many came... To hear something from God tonight. I I came to hear something from God tonight. Praise God. And every man stood in his place. And God gave them a great victory. You see, Gideon only had 300 men. And God said, I'm only going to let you have 300 men so that I'll receive all the glory and the honor and the praise. The challenge that you may face in life right now may seem invincible and insurmountable. It, it may seem unconquerable and unmovable. It may seem unbeatable and unstoppable. But I come to tell somebody tonight on a Wednesday night, God is still greater. It may, your problem may be huge, but God is able. Your problem may be, think, look like it's insurmountable. It may look like there's no way out or around or to get through it. There's no, there's no healing. There's no miracle waiting there. But I'm telling you, God is greater than the problem. Whatever it might be in your life, I just want to encourage you. I'm taking a moment to get a little foundation. I just want to encourage somebody's faith. Our God is able. <clears throat> Praise God. 1 John 4 and 4 says, you are of God. This is really cool. He says, you are of God, little children. 
little children and have overcome them. Because greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. We quote, greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. But he said, you are little children. Jesus said, except you become like little children. Little children that look up to their father and say, my dad can do anything. My father can do anything. There is nothing too big, no mountain too high, no river too wide, no problem that's too big for my God. When the minority outnumbers the majority, I'm talking about we may seem little and insignificant, but our God is great. Our God is greater. Matter of fact, He's the greatest, the superlative. Praise God. You are of God little children. And have overcome them. I'm telling you, all you need is a little bit of faith. All we need are two or three gathered together in His name. Praise God. Like last night, I don't know how we didn't have a whole lot of men here, but there's some great faith that was in this place. Praise God. It's not how small we are, it's how great God is. I'm going to say that again. It's not how small I am, it's how great my God is. It's, it's, it's not small thinking. It's about great believing. Praise God. I know I'm just one man. I'm just one person. But my God is the God of the universe. And so I refuse to think small when I, while I'm serving a great big God. I refuse to think small. I was online yesterday. And there was... A pastor that was sharing about another uh, another pastor, and he was sharing how a pastor and his wife were praying for a million dollars for their church. He went on a prayer and fast, and he got up and he and he 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 said, "We've been praying for a million dollars." I'm like, "That's cool. That's we need to pray for a million dollars for our church too." <laughs> he got up and he said, "We've been praying," and that didn't tell anybody. He said, just the first week, within one week, they had somebody come and give said, I just felt impressed to give you $100,000. And it started climbing from there. Man, sometimes I've been praying for just, just enough to get by. <laughs> Some of y'all looking at me kind of funny. I know this may come in shock and awe, but I don't want to think small when I serve a great big God. I believe we can see lines of people waiting in line to get baptized in Jesus' name. I believe we have people running back and forth up here praying people through to the gift of the Holy Ghost. Wow, that's a dream I've got. I said that's a dream I've got. I've got a dream of this church expanding and blowing out of this, 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 this building right here not big enough to contain what God's doing. The souls that are going to be saved. Praise God. I don't want to think small when I serve a great big God. Well, hallelujah. Praise God. Psalms 86 and 10. For thou art great and, do, and dost, doest wondrous things. Thou art God alone. 
Psalms 95 and 3, For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. 2 Samuel 7, Wherefore thou art great, O Lord God, for there is none like thee, neither is there any God beside thee. Behold, God is mighty and despiseth not any. He is a mighty God. He is mighty in strength and wisdom. Jeremiah 32, Behold, thou hast made the heaven and the earth by thy great power and stretched out arm, and there is nothing too hard for thee. There's nothing too hard for God. There's nothing too hard for God. I don't know. I'm just one. We're just a few. And I know we often use military battles in the Old Testament to make a point, but it makes a good point. Our God is with us, and we're, we're walking with Him. And If God be for us, who can be against us? And if God be with us... You see, here's what happens. We might be the minority in their eyes, but in God's eyes, when He's with us, we're always the majority. <laughs> David looked like the minority coming against Goliath, the big old giant. But he said, I come to you in the name of the Lord. You know what that did? That made David instantaneously the majority. The giant took the giant in faith. Who left the battlefield? The majority left the battlefield that day. Saul's killed his thousands. David's killed his ten thousands. Never heard that happening about Goliath. He was just a big old dude. I'm telling you, the minority outnumbered the majority that day. You see, the minority always is greater than the majority when God is with the minority. <laughs> There's a story, it's kind of a cool story. I don't know that we hear it preached about very much, but there's a story about uh, Hezekiah and king of, of Judah there at Jerusalem and another king of Assyria named uh, Sennacherib. I think that's how you say it, Sennacherib. That's how I've always said it. If it's pronounced differently, then you say however you want to. Amen. Sennacherib. If you say it, it's a whole lot easier to say than it actually is to spell. Just believe me on that. Sennacherib. I don't think he had very nice parents because they named him Sennacherib. Who does that? In 2 Chronicles chapter 32, verse 7, Be strong and courageous. Be not afraid nor dismayed for the king of Assyria, nor for all the multitude. They use that because they couldn't even number them. That is with him. There be more, for there be more with us than with them. They're looking around like, there's more with us. Where are you hiding all these people around here in Jerusalem? We are completely surrounded by the king of Assyria, by Sennacherib. I just like saying this. Sennacherib, that bad, evil dude. Hezekiah says, there's more with us. By the way, Isaiah is here with us too, and he's the man of God. And They're like, hey, don't be afraid. We're behind the walls. We're going to be safe. He says... <clears throat> But with us is the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battles. And the people rested themselves upon the words of Hezekiah, king of Judah. They trusted in the word of God. Sometimes the only thing you've got to get you through is the word from the Lord. I don't always see how it's going to work out. I don't know how it's going to work out. 
Sometimes all I've got is the Word of God, and that's enough. That's enough to get me through till whenever I see the, the blessing, the promise come to fruition. He said, they rested themselves upon the words of Hezekiah, king of Judah. He said, God is with us. Everything's going to be all right. And they just stayed inside Jerusalem. Here they are surrounded by Sennacherib. I said it again. They're completely surrounded by Assyria. They've got all these mighty men of valor. What do they call them? Sennacherib had his own mighty men of valor. And they're out there. And then Sennacherib. You're going to remember that name after tonight. That old snake Sennacherib. Did something he should not have done. The Bible says that he began to speak ill of. He began to rail on the God of Jerusalem. The God of Judah. The God of the people of Judah. He, he began to rail, or the, the translation is the same word, to blaspheme God himself. And he got his mighty men and his, his warriors, and they were surrounded, and they're outside the walls. And they begin to shout. And blaspheme God, yelling over the walls. And at that point, the prophet Isaiah and King Hezekiah, they had enough. The Bible says a few verses later in verse 20, And for this cause, it's following Sennacherib saying all that stuff and his guys. So you, you, you come against us, we're not afraid of you, but because you're railing on our God, because you're talking about, now you, oh, you went and done it. Can I get a little southern vernacular? Oh, you went ahead and went there, didn't you? You were okay just outside the walls. But when you start talking about my God, you have plumb gone too far. Matter of fact, it's like when I was a kid. There was, you know, there were two words. If somebody said, there were two words somebody said, there was always a fight. Yo mama. Hello? They went too far. You start talking about God. The Bible says, For this cause Hezekiah the king and the prophet Isaiah the son of Amos prayed and cried to heaven. And the Lord sent an angel which cut off all the mighty men of valor and the leaders and captains in the camp of the king of Assyria. God sends one angel. Just one. He goes out and he wipes out all of Sennacherib's mighty men. Now what you going to do? So he returned with shame of face to his own land. <laughs> he returned of shame face. He took off running with the tail between his legs. I'm out of here. Thus the Lord saved Hezekiah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem from the hand of Sennacherib, the king of Assyria, and from the hand of all other, and guided them on every side. It just takes one angel to defeat the enemy. Second Chronicles 20, a few verses later in verse 15. Uh, um, well, before I get there, I'll talk about Jehoshaphat in a second. 
Let me just go back to, to Sennacherib. He goes back, and you know what they did? They went ahead, and they, his own people turned on him. And did him in. Because he thought he was in the majority. God has a way of turning the tables, doesn't he? It's like the prophet Elijah up on the mountain. He was there on the mountain all by himself. They've had a famine for several years. All by himself. And he's making fun of the 400 prophets of Baal, all the other prophets and Jezebel's guys. And he's making fun. They're out there cutting themselves and worshiping Baal, false gods. And, and uh, he's like, maybe your gods didn't hear you. Maybe he's crying, scream a little loud. He's mocking them. And they, nothing happens. And then, you know, he, the, the trench and the sacrifice and the 12 barrels of water and the fire falls from heaven and seven times now his, his, his servant goes and looks and I see the cloud the size of a man's hand. That's what happens when, when, when God's with the minority. It always outnumbers the majority. Can I just interject this tonight? Jesus is speaking, teaching to the multitudes. And they're hungry. The disciples say, these people, the 5,000 men plus women, they're hungry. What do you guys have? All we have is five lo- a kid's lunch. Boy's lunch, five loaves, five, five pieces of bread, two pieces of fish. That doesn't seem like a whole lot. Remember that song, Little is Much When God is in it. You see... <laughs> Five loaves and two fish was still greater than the hunger of a multitude. Let me put it in spiritual terms. God is able to provide spiritually what the multitude is in need of. There's enough Holy Ghost There's enough power and spirit of God in this house to fill an entire city with the gift of the Holy Ghost. Wow. Wow. We may look like the minority, but walking with God makes us the majority. Jesus, these 5,000 men, all these people, we got thousands of people, and they are hungry. They are in need. They're, they're hungry. They're, they've been here all day. Some probably been falling around. Some may have been there even longer. They're hungry. Kind of like some of you right now. You're like, wish Pastor would wrap it up. Five loaves and two fish was still greater than the hunger of a multitude. Peter got to come with Jesus. They got to pay the tax. Peter's a fisherman. I don't know how many fish he would have had to catch to pay the tax. Jesus said, hey, I want you to go. All you need is just one. Just catch one fish. Caught one fish and had a coin in his mouth. Little as much when God's in it. I said little as much when God is in it. Story of Jehoshaphat in Second Chronicles twenty fifteen. You find... They're surrounded, they're coming up against, facing a multitude. God says the battle's not yours, but God's. 
Verse 16, tomorrow you shall go down against them. Behold, they shall come up by the cliff of Ziz, and you shall find them at the end of the brook before, before the wilderness of Jeruel. You shall not need to fight in this battle. And this is what I felt this is so strong, what I felt in my spirit last week. Brother Krantz confirmed it last night. You shall not need to fight this battle. Set yourselves and stand you still and see the salvation of the Lord with with. Salvation was already with them. Just stand. Salvation's already standing with you. Be ye therefore steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work. When you've done all the stand, stand. Salvation of the Lord with you. Not just see the salvation. Not just see what God is going to do. Salvation is already standing with you. They hadn't seen the victory yet. It was already with them. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I want to tell somebody right now tonight, encourage you, salvation is already standing with us. Revival is already standing with The answer you've been praying for is already with You shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourselves. Stand you still and see the salvation of the Lord with you. I I preached on chariots of fire a couple weeks ago. It's like the the man Elisha. Here here he is. The the king has sent his armies to come surround him. Like he's going to sneak up on him because he couldn't find the king of Judah. So he's going to go get the man of God who's telling the king and all that. And they come and they the, 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 the servant gets up. We're surrounded. We are. God, open his eyes. All around Elisha there. He's completely surrounded by the angels of the Lord. We're the minority. We're, it's just, we're all by ourselves. No, we're not. God just opened his eyes. And when his eyes were opened, he saw their salvation was already with them. Here's what I pray tonight. I pray God will open our eyes so that we can see His salvation is already with us. His promises are already, yeah, they're, they're with us. Revival. We're already walking with revival. The answer that I've been praying for, the answer you've been praying for, is already with us. Be still and know that He is God. Just keep standing. You may look like the minority, but with God, you're greater than the majority. Can we just stand in this place and give God some praise? Revival's already with us. Blessings are already with us. We're standing with Christ. We're standing with the Lord. 
Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. God, would you open his eyes? When he did, he beheld the chariots of fire and the angels that were around them. And he said, fear not, for they that be with us, they were already there with him. They that be with us, the angels of the Lord, the chariots and the army of God surrounding them were already there. They that be with us are more than they that be with them. If God be for us, if God is with us, who can be? You may think you're the minority at the job. You may think that you're minority at school. You may think that you're minority in your family. You might be the only one in your family living. But God is already with you. Salvation's already with you. God is walking with you. He's blessing. And if God be with us, if God be for us, I pray God give us some spiritual eyesight and to, to, to help us to see and realize our potential with God. I talked about recently about the identity crisis, so that one, the number one crime, identity theft. The enemy tries to, wants to steal your identity and, and to blind us from realizing who we are. But God, open our eyes. They that be with us are more than they that be with them. Be still. Stand your ground. Victory is already with us. I'll shout all by myself. Maybe this message is for me tonight, but I want to encourage somebody else also. Victory is here with us. God is already here with us. His angels are already encamped about us. Revival is already with us. Authority in Jesus' name. We already have authority and power. So you shall not need to fight in this battle. Set yourselves, stand you stills, and see the salvation of the Lord with you. Gideon, you just stand there and praise. You just shine the light. We have a light to shine, don't we? We're a city that's set on a hill. We have the light of the Holy Ghost. The oil that's burning within us. We have a light to shine on one hand. And in our right hand, in our hand of power, we've got some praise in the other hand. Gideon, you just, every man, stand in your place. You just shine the light and give God praise. And I'm going to show you, you've already got salvation. The victory's already with you. I'm, I'm preaching to myself today. I'm preaching to Apostolic Rock. I don't know who I'm preaching to. I'm preaching to all of us. I'm telling you, you got light in one hand. you got the authority you got a mandate to praise. And you just stand in your... You just do what you can do. Salvation is already with. Where there be two or three, there am I in the midst. I got to stop. I got to stop.
You shall not need to fight in this battle. I know our weapons and our warfare are not, not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down strongholds. There are some fights in battle. There's some battles we have to fight. There's some, there's some battles we have to fight. There are some things we have to overcome. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but we do wrestle against principalities and spiritual wickedness. And We do. But when you've done all the, 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 the sand, you, just stand. Trust in the Lord. Salvation's already with us. He knows the end from the beginning. This is what I want you to do, if it's appropriate. Maybe reach over, take the hand of somebody close to you or find somebody, put your arm maybe on their elbow, on their shoulder. We're going to join together. You may think that you're a minority, but I pray. I want you to pray for one for another. God, would you open our eyes and see you are with us. Blessings of the Lord are with us. God, help us to see like you want us to see. God, help us to stand. Help us to set ourselves. Help us to stand still and know that you're God. See the... Help us to see that we may look like a minority, but God, greater is He that's in us than He that's in the world. God, bind us together, Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. We will fear no evil. Oh, Jesus, help us to see with spiritual eyes. Help us to have a spiritual heart. God, to see, God, that you are with us. See the salvation that is of the Lord, and it's already with you. It's already with you. He declared the end. Not only does he know, but he declared the end from the beginning. Salvation is all. I, 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 I hope this helps y'all like it's helped me and encouraged you tonight. Amen. I know it wasn't all deep. But realize who you are with God. The minority is greater than the majority. Little as much, and God is in it. Two of the spies came back and said, Where are they able? And the other said, No. But the two that were in the minority were the only ones that were able to take the promised land. The others thought they were the grasshoppers. Josh and Caleb said, No, their grasshoppers are over there. God's already given us the victory. It's already with us. He's already given us the promise. You ready? God's already promised this church great revival. It's already with us. 
And I pray, God, give me wisdom in the ministry and the people of this church on how to, how to achieve what God has promised us. I'm trying to work on self. I'm trying to work on myself to be a better pastor and a better leader because I really feel like God has great things, greater things for this church. And I want to be a part of it. And I want God to use me to help achieve what God wants to do at this church. Praise God. One more time, would you just lift up your hands and thank God?